Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630-10. in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Momentarily, we'll hook up with Oilers General Manager, Ken Holland. You can keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Some news involving the Edmonton Oil Kings, and I'm going to say remember this name. Simon Kubasek, uh has committed. Uh, he's a 20-year-old right-shot defenseman out of the Czech Republic. The Oil Kings acquired him uh, back in January from the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, this guy's a skilled offensive defenseman, a top-two defenseman in the Western Hockey League. Uh, Kubasek, and I, I don't know if this conversation has occurred yet uh, with the Edmonton Oilers organization, but as a six-foot-two right-shot D, you may. This is the type of player as a twenty-year-old that sometimes does get invited out to NHL training uh, camps. So. We'll have to see if, if that ultimately comes to fruition. But in, in terms of the WHL, Kubasek is a, uh, a big-time D. The news, the big news in Edmonton involves Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And we are joined at this time by the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. It's Bob. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I got. I, I'm. I'm a little. You, you never know what sort of paths and journeys deals take. Sometimes in a good deal. You mentioned this the last time we had you on. Sometimes in a good deal, maybe the agent wishes he could have done a little bit more. Maybe the team wishes they didn't give up quite as much term or money. But where's your headspace at overall uh, with the fact that uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has committed to an eight-year extension with the Oilers organization? Well, my, my, my headspace is that I'm thrilled that uh, we got Newt signed. Um, you know, he's a legitimate uh, top six forward in the National Hockey League. He can play, you know, he's versatile. He can play center. He can play left wing. Um, he's been here. I know that he's got, uh, you know, he's had uh, t- 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 uh, for a stretch a couple of years ago, he had real good chemistry with uh, um Leon Dreisaitl. I know he can play on left wing with Connor McDavid. He's uh, we've had the number one power play the last two years. He's an important guy in that power play over in the flank. Um, you know, moving the pucks around. Um, we've had uh, what second and ninth in the NHL the last two years in penalty killing. He's a fixture on our penalty killing, and he wants to be in Edmonton. He's uh, he's a Western Canadian. He's from Vancouver. He played junior in Red Deer. He's, Wife's from Red Deer, uh, uh, you know, he's Western Canada's his home, and he, he's, he's a, he loves being an Edmonton Oiler, um, wants to play in Edmonton, and, uh, you know, factor all those things in, 
Um, you know, certainly the negotiation was difficult because um, you know, this is probably his last contract. Whether it was five, six, seven, or eight years, or twenty-eight, you know, this is his last significant negotiation at a contract. And from my perspective, that uh, I'm trying to find a solution here to to create some, you know, find some cap space and keep a lot of the key players from last year on the team, and and, and trying to find a little more wiggle room to do some things to make our team a little bit, a little bit deeper and a little bit better. So I'm thrilled that. Uh, that we got that we have Nuge on our team going forward, and you know certainly his five million dollar cap number um, is going to be uh, it's a it's a it's a good cap number certainly in the in, in the short term, and we'll worry about uh, you know down the road when we get down the road. Um, you've been at this a long time, Ken. How cognizant were you at the public sentiment? The fact that Ryan is a very popular player. In this, like, does that get factored into it, or you have to take have the blinders on a little bit and sort of take the outside noise out of the equation and 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 focus on the deal itself and maybe not factor in the popularity that the player has? Well, that's a great question. I mean, certainly, you know, when you manage a team, you know, there are times when you're going to make unpopular decisions. Um, you know. You, it's not like you can you can have a you know you can every time in, in advance of making a decision you can poll and they know it's seventy percent like something and thirty percent and then go do the seventy percent. It doesn't. We're running a cap world and, and and there's also information available to me that maybe other you know the fan fans don't have that information. Um, so you've got to make some decisions that are at times unpopular. But I would say for the most part. You know, you'd like to make decisions that are going to be, you know, well well received. So certainly, I was very aware that Nuge was very popular um, in the community. Um, but I also know, in a cap world, and I've been managing in a cap world since 2005 for 15, 16 years. How how difficult um, and how challenging it is to try to be a really good team in a cap world and i think ultimately that that was the negotiation and and the give you know the the give by me was term and the, the give by nuge was to reduce his cap number by by a million dollars and i think i think ultimately when a good deal is you know nuge would probably like to have a little higher cap number and i wish the, the deal was maybe you know you'd like to be a little bit shorter but 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 nuge nuge got uh nuge, nuge gave on the cap i gave i gave on the on the term and I also think that you know Nuge is—he's he's really smart. He's got great hockey sense. He's really poised with the puck. Um, you know, he's—he's—he—he—those he, 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 are things that 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 last forever. They don't—they don't. You know, so there's lots of part of Nuge's game that isn't isn't built on speed. It's built on on sense and and intelligence and 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 and, and being conscientious and and those things last uh, a long time so you know and, and the last my last thought would be um bob you know connor's 24 leon's 25 darnell's 26 Nuge's 28 you know i'm talking to you know some other people that are free agents you know it's certainly this is a really the next few years 
are really important. There, 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 there's a great opportunity here when you look at the nucleus of this team. Um, and I have to choose what's, my, what's, what's important in a deal, you know, and certainly importance to me was trying to be, to, to, to be really, to be, to be the best that we can be <laughs> over the next, over the next few years. These are, these are, these are key years coming up when you look at, at the players on their team and their age. Is the other thing that needed to be factored in, Ken, is Nuge would have suitors out there in the marketplace. There's lots of teams looking for top six forwards. You yourself are looking for a top six forward. If you don't get it done, and let's just say hypothetically, uh, a couple other prominent pending UFAs re-sign with their existing teams, and that takes, you know, even takes more players, like, you could end up in a position where it, it, it's it would be pretty theoretically tough to replace Nugent Hopkins, wouldn't it be? No, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, I think at the end of the day, you no, know, you're you're right on. But you know, in this negotiation, um, Ryan wants to be an Oiler. He loves he loves being an Oiler. He loves living in Edmonton, um, and you know, I I I appreciate that that as well as he's a legitimate top six forward he can play he's versatile he can play center he can play left wing he can play in the he's important in the power play he's important on the penalty kill you know so if Nuge goes to market and goes elsewhere he's hard to replace so so I think that that you know I understood I understood this negotiation I understood his importance to our team he he understood this marketplace, this organization, and 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 the, and the importance of being an oiler in his life. And now we have to find a solution. And it's it, in a pandemic when when you know the cap was you know a year ago in March it looked like it was going to go from eighty one five to eighty five-ish we were told at the gm meetings and there was a you know there's a tv deal on the horizon and you're, you're kind of speculating in your own mind is it going to go 85 90 95 100 and i'm sure that you know rick Vallette and and ryan nugent hopkins were speculating like i was and all of a sudden you know a pandemic hit and the cap's 81.5 last year it's 81.5 this year uh you know probably going to be 81.5 or 82.5 next year and you, we got we got to we got to we got to regroup, and then you go to you go to free agency last year in October, and you saw you know a somewhat depressed market, uh, you know shorter term, and oh, how do all those things factor? But I think at the end of the day, the, the overwhelming um, factors were Nuge wanted to be an Oiler, and I I wanted him to be an Oiler too because of his importance to the team, and uh, he, would be, he would be incredibly diff- diff- difficult to replace. This team, uh, we're joined by Oilers GM Ken Hall, and this team's finished 12th and 11th in the regular season the last two years. Uh, you, we've heard Dave Tippett, the head coach, talk about the Oilers' leadership core. He's talked with David Settle and Darnell Nurse, but he's always mentioned Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Adam Larson. You just mentioned when talking to other UFAs. You can't talk to UFAs and other teams. You're talking to your own UFAs. I, are we to assume that those conversations are ongoing with Adam at this time, Ken? Uh, yes, they are, and they've been going on for a while. Same, same you know. I, and again, I think, you know, in, in Nuge's case, 
you know, we we talked. Did Rick and Valette my from late middle of September to the middle of October, and then we talked from the I think about the middle of February to oh middle of middle of middle of May, April, and then we we started again in the beginning of June, and a month later we got a deal. So it's it's it's, it's because of the pandemic, they're difficult. These are difficult times trying to assess the market, and, and so I've been having con- ongoing conversations with. With, with with Adam Larson, uh, J.P. Barry, over the last few months, on again, off again, and you know, hopefully, um, hopefully, we can find a solution. Certainly, Adam Larson's also an unrestricted free agent, um, and a player gets to determine at that point in time, you know, do they want to re-up or do they want to explore, and. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see. Certainly, my hope is that we we can keep Larson in, in an order uniform. That's my hope. Ken, look, we know it's been busy. It moved uh, pretty quickly. Well, uh, maybe a little sooner than some of us thought. I know you recently had your pro meetings. It's the calm before the storm. Expansion draft on the seventeenth. Then the or the draft lists on the seventeenth. Uh, you guys got a lot of work to do between now and then with the expansion draft, which takes place on the twenty-first. Uh, the NHL draft 23rd, 24th, and free agency 28th. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, Ken. Yeah, no problem, Bob. Thank you. You bet. That is Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. You heard him say it. At the end of the day, RNH wanted to be in Edmonton. And, uh, and so it is. An eight-year deal at 5.125. You heard Ken say, you know, you got McDavid, Drysaddle, Nurse, 24, 25, 26. Nugent Hopkins, 28. Uh, the next five years. Away you go. See what you got. See how competitive of a team you can build here. We'll see what transpires with Adam Larson. Should also mention that uh, J.P. Barry's agency, CAA, also has Tyson Barry. Kurt Levin's mentioned in his nine thoughts this weekend that he believed that Tyson Barry really looked uh, really like this time at Edmonton. It's going to be. I know there's a couple other media people out there that have suggested to me the owners should be looking at bringing Barry back. Um, maybe there's not quite the price point out there in the market. I, I don't know. It, it is a little bit of a depressed market because of the flat cap over the next couple of years. It's going to be. You just heard Ken say it. Eighty-one-five this year. Maybe eighty-two-five in a year from now. We'll see where that all ends up transpiring. But uh, nonetheless, a very interesting day in oil country. One forty-seven in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, with you. Brent Ridge Ford out in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin right now. Gas is at about uh, I don't know. It's about what is it? A buck thirty plus. You can let. Let's, we should play a little bit of a trick on my old uncle Milt. Milt's driving. A Ford Fusion Energy Plug-In Hybrid, which allows them to drive home and use no gas. This car has just over a thousand clicks on it. Johnny at New West, and Johnny in the gang, out there at Brent Ridge Ford. He's a young gun, one of those new breeds, a Western Canadian to say the least. He wants to sell it out from under Uncle Milt. 29997 buys it with a low interest rate and extra warranty. You can give Johnny a call, 780-360-1730, if you want to get in on a Ford Fusion Energy plug-in hybrid. We'll take a quick time out, come back with this day in Oilers history, and read more of your texts on the Ashley Five Floors text line. You're listening to Oilers now. 
Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Chet. Integrator has texted us on the Ashley Five Floors text line and he asks Bob, would Ken Holland look to move Caleb Jones for a forward before the expansion draft? Well, I know there was a lot of consternation yesterday when I put out my hypothetical 7 3 and 1 on the expansion draft. Uh, you have an option between eight skaters and one goaltender, which would allow you to have unlimited defensemen, or seven forwards, three D, and one uh, goalie. And my preference would be that the orders would go with a 7 3 and 1 scenario. I had McDavid, Drysettle, RH, uh, under the caveat that the Oilers had him sign. They now do. Eight years, 5.125 million. Uh, Pulley Yamamoto, Cassian, and Archibald. Many took issue with Zach Cassian being on the list. If you watched the playoff hockey at all, you need big physical guys that can skate. Cassian can do that. And then I had on defense Adam Larson under the assumption that he would be, uh, re-signed along, along with Darnell Nurse and Ethan Bear. And then Stuart Skinner in goal. Um, again, if you have a pending UFA and they are unsigned as of the 17th of July, there's a 72-hour negotiation window for Seattle. They can sign that player and they can go max term length, which is eight years at that time. Um, Would I trade Caleb Jones? I think Caleb Jones can play in a league. Um, But... I'm not sure if you put it this way. Do I think Caleb Jones could get claimed by Seattle? I think that's a possibility. Absolutely think that's a possibility. I think Caleb could play in the league as a third pairing left shot defenseman. Would I trade him for a forward? Are you saying a forward that the owners would protect instead of hypothetically one of Cassian or Archibald? Depends on who the forward is. It would have to be a team dumping some money salary wise. I, I would think that that would be the scenario that you're suggesting. Uh, again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Glenn, the bartender, Bob and Brendan. The only way I could see Tyson Berry coming back to the Oilers if Bear was moved out in a trade for John Gibson or somebody like him. Uh, I like Barry, but Bouchard will be better. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think that I- I'm pretty bullish. If you've listened to the show on Evan Bouchard, uh, when we've talked about Evan Bouchard, I think you know. I-, I think just look at the defenses that are built today. So the Oilers have Nursey, six foot four, left shot guy emerges a top two defenseman. Larson, I think they'll find a way to get Larson done. Six foot three, tough right shot D. Uh, Bouchard, six foot two, can really move the puck. They have Broberg coming. He's going to play, and then one of Sam Marukov or Nima Linen is going to pan out on the left side as a possible third pairing left shot D. Uh, Sam Marukov, six three, and Nima Linen, six six. Broberg, six four and a half. They're going to have a bigger defense. So. The only, if it was a three-year deal on Barry, I'd contemplate it. I'd contemplate it. As for John Gibson, I don't see Anaheim trading John Gibson to the Edmonton Oilers. I just cannot see that happening. Just don't think that'll ultimately come to fruition. We opened with it, and we're going to conclude with it at 153 at Edmonton. So here we are. 
Five years to the day that one of the most interesting days in Oilers history occurred. It is uh, time for this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. The September travel to a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler. Play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at NewWestTravel.com. Back on this day in 2016, what happened? Brendan Escott. Oilers GM Peter Chiarelli ships 2010's first overall pick Taylor Hall to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for right shot defenseman Adam Larson. The 24-year-old Hall registered 328 points in 381 games for the Oilers over six seasons. Uh, Larson was reunited with fellow Swede Oscar Clefbaum and at that time world junior teammate Anton Lander. There you go. Uh, I did four and a half hours that day. Reed Wilkins did four and a half hours. We went nine hours straight. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel Experience, a great golf holiday at Whistler on a private uh, jet uh, play for spectacular mountain courses details at newstravel.com tonight reed wilkins has a full edition of inside sports i'll be joining them who else does he have brendan kelly rudy from nhl hockey on rogers and much more on nuge's contract extension as well we did not get to a couple of dave tippett's clips we are going to play some of that some of ken holland some of ryan nugent hopkins in the first half hour of tomorrow's show also uh, Brian Lott from the NHL Network, who used to head Octagon's agency. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. It's a good day today in oil country. A lot of you are big fans of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The Oilers got him at a very manageable cat hip on a long-term deal. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Angela Coqua today from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jay Lynn Nye from 3 to 6. Reed Wilkins, 6 to 8. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.